I'm Donica Contour, and this is Naptime Devotionals, episode 113. We are responsible for our own learning. This is the intro to the New Testament in Come Follow Me. Welcome to Naptime Devotionals, the Come Follow Me study for moms. I'm your host, Donica Contour, and this year we're studying the New Testament. I am so excited to talk about Jesus with you, so let's get started. What do you guys think of that new intro? It took me way too long to make. <laughs> I was like, how the heck do I do this? It's been so long since I did that. I don't remember how to make this work. I just get on here and pick, click record and then I'm done. Anyway, it was a blast. Anyway, so here we are. We're getting into the um, New Testament. Yesterday was Christmas. I don't know what your guys' Christmas was like. Technically, for me, as I'm recording this right this very second, it is still Christmas, but when you listen to it tomorrow... It will be not Christmas, and so for you today, in the future, for me, I hope your Christmas was good. <laughs> um, so this is like an intro to the New Testament. Um, Sunday, we have the very first of January, will officially be in 2023, um, but we are starting the New Testament right now. So one of the things that the New Testament suggests is asking yourself a couple of questions. And I basically just have two questions. Um, and so I just kind of want you to kind of do this homework with me a little bit. Is you're going to ask yourself as we get started, um, what seek ye? That comes from uh, John chapter 1 verse 38. What seek ye. What are you hoping to learn? What are you looking for? Um, when I was reading this, I thought of, so I was an English major in college and I had loads of different professors, but I always think of the juxtaposition of these particular two. I had Sister Patrick. I went to BYU Hawaii, so everybody was brother, sister, whatever. So I had Sister Patrick and she was really good about giving us like a list of questions, things that we should be thinking about and considering while we're doing the reading, right? Because we're doing pages and pages and pages and pages and pages of reading. Um, for her class specifically, it was medieval lit. And so we were reading these like huge epic poems, these essays, anyway, doing all this reading and we would read, but we'd have these questions in mind. We knew what we were seeking for. And it wasn't like well, what color is John's shirt in chapter three kind of questions? Just like, what is Milton trying to show by blah, 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 blah. It's very queen. I don't think, I think I'm in jumping the wrong thing. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? We had a question in our mind that we were thinking about as we were doing the reading. So then when we came to class the next day, um, and we're talking about it, we had answers because we had those questions in mind when we were reading. Now, if we look at this setup against a different professor I had, Professor Williams, he didn't do that. He would just be like, read these pages and you read these chapters and you'd be like, okay. So you read the chapters, you get as much as you can out of it. You go to class and he'd ask you some random question and you'd be like, I don't know. I did the reading, but I don't remember that because I wasn't looking for it. I don't remember finding that because I wasn't looking for it. And so I think that the scriptures... And as we jump into the New Testament, this is something that's super, super important to kind of nail down for yourself is what am I hoping to find? What am I hoping to see here? Am I hoping to find what does compassion look like? What does, um, how does Christ show love to people 
who are breaking commandments. How does Christ react when um, he's confronted with something that is different than what he believes? How does Christ react? You know, what, what, what is it that you're hoping to find? You know, what, what are some examples of Christ being obedient? What are some examples of Christ showing faith in his father? Um, what are some examples of, of that charity of that Christ-like love? You know, what is it that you're looking for? What is it you're hoping to find? Because once you nail that down, it's going to make reading the New Testament a lot easier for you. And I feel like you're going to have a lot, not that the reading the New Testament is hard, but you're going to have a more profound experience if you can nail down what it is you're hoping to get out of the experience in the first place. If you're just wanting to get more familiar with the scriptures, just wanting to get more familiar with the life of Christ, that's good too. It doesn't have to be this super specific niche thing. It's just the better you figure it out, the better your experience is going to be. Okay, question two. What does it mean to take responsibility for our own learning? He gives example, or he, um, the New Testament Come follow me, says to look at James 2.17, which I left my scriptures all the way over there, so I'm going to jump out of frame for half a mo. Sorry, guys. should have thought this through better. It's Christmas, and I've just been snacking, and I kind of just want to go take a nap. Um, but I was like, um, I should do this before I don't want to anymore. <laughs> because it's Christmas, and I just want to sit and do nothing. Okay. We're jumping into James. Um, James 2, voice, verse, verse, verse 17. Um, even so, if it hath not works, is, okay, sorry. Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. So this is the idea that I want to kind of focus on. That why why are we asked to take responsibility for our own learning and what does that even mean? Um, it means that we learn and we retain information better when we are actively seeking it as opposed to it being like force-fed to us, right? Um, we're, we learn better when we're in charge of our learning. Um, when we take responsibility for it, which is why the answer to question number one is so important because you want to know what it is you're looking for because you're going to be much more interested in finding it if you have a specific thing that you're looking for as opposed to, hey, guess what? It's time to read the New Testament. Boom, read the New Testament. Um, so I think the thing that's going to be most important to focus on this year is figuring out what you wanted to learn, which, you know, we talked about for like 20 minutes already. Um, and then also figuring out maybe why you want to learn it. Why are you interested in um, compassion? Why are you interested? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Good gravy. Sorry, you guys. Why are you interested in compassion? Why are you interested in charity? Why are you interested in the life of Christ? What is it that you want from this, right? And I think once we understand that and once we take responsibility for it, that, because I remember for a long time, um, like I was, I readily, readily admit, admit this, I was not, I didn't fully understand the baptismal covenants until I was an adult. And for a long time, I was like, well, it's my parents' fault. They should have taught me better, right? I was only eight years old. They should have taught me better. And I realized there's a good chance my parents did a great job teaching me, but I wasn't interested in learning. 
I wasn't interested in retaining that information. So they may have given me all of the lessons. They may have sat me down and walked me through the sacrament talks. Like I walked Julia through them and said, look, listen, these are the things that you were promising. And they may have given me very applicable examples to my life. But for whatever reason, I was not picking up what they were putting down. And when I finally was just like, listen, are there things that my parents maybe should have taught me better? I don't know. Maybe. Um, but do I have the opportunity and full capacity to learn those things now? Yeah. And so whose job is it now to learn those things? Mine. It's always been my job. And we should teach our children and we should do the best that we can to teach them. But can I give you a secret? Can I tell you a secret? Can I give you a little hint as to why we're asked to teach our children? It's not just to keep them on the path and to hopefully guide them in this right way, because absolutely, it's definitely that. But you want to know the absolutely positively best way to learn something? Teach it. We're asked to teach because that's how we learn it. That's how it becomes applicable to us. That's how we, that's why every single lesson, you will sit down, every, almost every single talk in sacrament meeting, every single Relief Society lesson that you sit through, a priesthood lesson, if you're a guy, there's always going to be that person who says, you guys, I don't think this lesson was for you. I got so much out of learning this so I could teach it to you. The experience of learning a material with the purpose of teaching it helps us learn it so much better than just learning it for ourselves. Um, so I think that's one of the reasons that we are asked to teach in so many, many, many capacities. Um, so I want to leave you with that. Um, I hope you had a happy Christmas. I hope you have a fantastic new year. Um, and if you don't eat some chocolate, wipe yourself off, call it good, take a nap if you can. Um, and I will officially 100% see you next year and talk to you next week. And I'm super stoked to do New Testament with you guys. Let's do it.